It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Play USA. Thanks to Yonex. High quality performance tennis products crafted in Japan. Check out their latest range at yonex.com. Welcome to another episode of Play USA, where we catch up with Melbourne's Enzo Aguiar, who's in his sophomore year at the University of Alabama. I graduated high school in 2020, and then I was already looking at some colleges because I knew I wanted to play college tennis after high school because I didn't think I was kind of physically or mentally mature enough to go straight to playing on the tour. So it was kind of weird. Like one day, the the assistant coach reached out to me on Instagram, and then we started to exchange a few messages, and then we had a few like video calls and stuff like this. So I guess that's kind of how it started. Many aspiring collegiate athletes reach out to a number of schools. They don't hear responses. Was that sort of a similar process to you? What were the big standouts that you sent across to the college coaches? I think I sent maybe like 20 emails to like some kind of schools in like like D1 schools in good locations where I was like sunny, like a bit similar to Australia. And I I don't think I, maybe out of those 20, I got like two or three responses saying like, hey, like we're not looking for any more guys, blah, blah, blah. I feel like the schools that I was kind of talking to the most, they reached out to me first rather than me reaching out to them, which is kind of weird, I guess, because coming from Australia, you don't really expect like anyone outside of Australia to know who you are that much. No, no, you don't. Um, and I know some coaches, uh, just speaking to Josh Charlton, who was on the last Play USA yeah. podcast, he had uh, the assistant coach fly out to watch him at a, at a money tournament in Bendigo. So yeah, I think some of the budgets are increasing um, across the country for yeah. that to, to happen. But you've just gone into your sophomore year at the University of Alabama. What, what does that look like for you academically in terms of your um, your class schedule and subject selection? My freshman year, was, my major was management information systems in the business school. With this this year, I switched to psychology because I thought it would be more interesting, and I don't think I would enjoy programming and stuff like that on the computer too much. But I'd say I have currently have five classes a week. And then each day I have around two or three classes, usually in the morning, like 8 a.m. to around like 11.30 to 12. And then in the afternoon, we would have like practice and wait. And then after like a wait session, maybe it would finish at like 5.30 or 6.30. Then I would have like a, I have like three tutoring sessions a week just to help with the with the clubs, I guess, because it's, it's a pretty full-on schedule. So you're on an athletic scholarship, obviously. And yes. what, is, what does that entail for class credits? Because, you know, in the US, they, they're called credits and you need a certain amount of credit hours 
based yeah. on the subjects that you've selected to actually maintain a scholarship status. So how does that look like for you at Alabama? I'm not sure what the exact number is, but I'm currently taking 15 credit hours this semester. Last semester I took 16, but I'm pretty sure compliance officer maybe would correct me, but I'm pretty sure the minimum is 12 hours to be like athletically eligible. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what it was when I was at college. And that's pretty consistent across the board with most subjects are three credit hours. If you have a lab like yeah. a chemistry or a bio lab, then you get the extra credit hour. So that's four yeah. credit hours. So it's a little bit different to University of Australia, isn't it? Isn't it? Because you said as a freshman, you were doing management. Now you've switched to psychology as a sophomore. I don't know yeah. how easy you could do that if you were at University of Melbourne, Monash, Latrobe. Um, if you're going to do that, because it's more specific um, in Australia, but whereas in the US, it's much more broad and you can sort of s- chop and change. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not always going to, you're not always going to want to have the same major things change and your interests change. Yeah, exactly. Change. The subjects kind of start broader and then you can kind of feel what you like, what you don't like. I, I think that's pretty important because if you, like I chose my major like in 2020, basically after I finished high school and I was basically just doing like physics, economics, stuff like this in high school. So I thought like that would be like the best thing, but now I kind of realized like I'm not so interested in that sort of stuff, even though it might come a bit easier since I learned it in high school. And you were mentioning that you have tutoring hours. Is that required yeah. from the athletic department or is that just a personal choice? It's not required, but most of the athletes here do do it. But some some coaches actually do require tutoring hours. Like at the start of each semester, our academic advisor, Sarah, she asked us like, what classes do you think you need help with and then you kind of say which ones you want tutoring so it's kind of like normal here to have like tutoring sessions and i'm sure you'd want to get as much help as you can get because yeah exactly you know, as, as we all know like you have to maintain a certain gpa score to actually yeah. maintain your scholarship status i um, mean that yeah. goes usually it's a 2.0 um at most schools is that i'm assuming that's the same at alabama yeah, I think so. But I mean, uni high was a pretty academic school, so yep. I wouldn't say like it's too difficult to maintain that. But also like you, you still want to have good grades and stuff like that, even though you're an athlete. So it's, it's still good to maintain that. And you were describing your workload, you know, doing classes in the morning up until around midday, eat lunch, and then you've got tennis followed by weights and then followed by, um, you know, study hall, then you've got to get dinner in there. How do you get time to do assignments? Are you doing like that, you know, last minute rush? Sometimes, but I'm I'm trying to get a bit better with that. Like I try to, for example, my math class, I try to get the assignments done like a week ahead because just in case we have like a, a tournament or some sort of travel coming, it's, it's kind of easier not to study whilst you're traveling because I feel like that messes with your brain a bit. So I try to get most of my homework done like a few days ahead of them. But if I'm like completely overwhelmed, then sometimes I'll have to do it the night before. I remember the days of doing the all-nighters. It's, it's, certainly, yeah, uh, not, it's, it's, it's certainly not easy. Um, now, before coming to college, you played a number of junior ITFs as well as um, yeah. Australian national tournaments juniors. Last spring alone, you played more than 60 singles and doubles matches. What do you make yeah. of the transition going from playing high-level juniors back in Australia to playing collegiately? I feel like 
it was definitely difficult at the start because I feel like in Australia tennis, even like tennis Australia tournaments, even like ITFs, it's kind of like a bit more of a like a relaxed like social atmosphere. But like the college, since you're representing the team and like your coaches and kind of everyone around you, I feel like there's a bit more responsibility that you have. So I feel like there's a bit of added pressure with that that I. Th- kind of definitely struggled with and sometimes still struggle with now so I'd I'd say the transition was tough because it's I feel like it's definitely more competitive here even like with other sports Americans are like super competitive so I feel like that's that's been a bit of a challenge so far well it's the collegiate atmosphere across the whole United States you know you've got people on your side going absolutely nuts then you've got your opponents going absolutely nuts and then you've got a sort of handle all of that um and play your match it's almost a little bit like davis cup isn't yeah. it yeah 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 it is i think it's well, at least for me i think it's like great like if you want to transition on the tour after i th- i feel like it prepares you for like some like kind of intense situations with crowds and stuff because i feel like in australia there's obviously parents and some coaches that go to tennis matches but you wouldn't like if you're playing like an amt or an itf like junior and you wouldn't have like like maybe 200 people watching a match so i feel like it's it's pretty good in that sense to expose you to a bit of like actual pressure and you've got 12 outdoor hard courts six indoor hard courts 2000 yeah. seating capacity i mean does that ever get filled and and how does that sort of how do you feel playing in that sort of environment i don't think we've ever had full capacity but i think at max we'd probably have like a thousand people so i think at the start, it was kind of, I was even getting nervous just like putting on like an Alabama shirt and like playing on court with Alabama gear. Like for me, this was already nerve wracking. So with like the the fans and stuff, it was, it was nerve wracking as well, but you kind of get used to it and try to kind of pump the crowd up and, and like use the crowd to your advantage because like when you're playing away, like some of the crowds just like, you'll have like fraternity guys, like sometimes abusing you or something like this. So like it's, it's. It's pretty intense with the crowd. They're passionate about their own college, regardless yeah, of what the sport. They might passionate. not even know the rules of tennis, um, but they're yeah. passionate about their their college winning. But Alabama, yeah. it's, you're in the Southeastern Conference, the SEC. Yeah. Um, we've had we've had a, a number of um, student athletes um, from Tennessee, some other other schools um, in the SEC who have come on the podcast. You're in one of the toughest conferences in the country. I mean, four schools in the conference finished inside the top ten nationally. That was uh, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina. What's it like playing some of the toughest schools in the country? It's very difficult, to be honest, because our team, we didn't do that great last year. We finished last, so in our conference. But I feel like it's it's great because you're kind of already playing the best teams. So, like, I guess when you uh, hopefully get to, like, the NCAs or the end-of-year tournaments it kind of prepares you for that and I feel like you're kind of just getting really good matches against like really good opponents so I feel like you can kind of only get better from playing these guys and that was like one of my main reasons to go to Alabama since this like the conference was so strong I thought like that would really help expose me to playing these like better players you know you can correct me if you're wrong with this uh, Enzo but if you go to a weaker school so let's just say a school that has finished you know in the in the bottom two in the conference but you're playing in the top three and you're playing against top three guys from some of the higher schools. Wouldn't that give you better match play versus actually fighting for a spot if you're playing at a top SEC school or a top national uh, ranked school? Yeah, I feel like it does. Like, 
like I think last season I started playing at four and then I was I finished playing it too and I played like I played this guy Sam Rufus who won like the NCA championships and just like you kind of just play guys who are just like just have like a slight bit of an edge on you and I think like that's kind of where you see like what the difference is between you and like those sort of players so I think that kind of like forces you to like improve your game to like keep up with those guys I guess and in terms of practice facilities match facilities I mean, as we were saying before, 12 outdoor hard courts, six indoor hard courts. You've got a performance facility, athletics dining facility. How, what do you make of all that when you first got to Alabama as a freshman? Nah, I thought it was crazy, to be honest. Like, just the thought of having, like, a, a dining hall only for athletes, like, I thought it was crazy. It was actually funny. Um, my, my freshman semester, I was just, like, I love food, like so. I was I was so excited to go to the athletic dining hall every day. I I used up all my meals, so the nutritionist had to give me some extra meals by the end <laughs> of the spring. But yeah, it's I mean the facilities here are insane. Like like the nutrition, the recovery, like the like strength and conditioning environment. It's it's basically like your professional athlete how they treat you here. So it's really good in that sense. One of the biggest parts of Alabama, um, the University of Alabama that, you know, that they're known for, of course, is their incredible football team. Yeah. Do you share some of the athletic facilities with the football players? Because, you know, a lot of them actually do go into the NFL. Like they have one of the biggest recruiting grounds into the NFL. So yeah. what's that like? I mean, it's pretty cool because you see like, you see the guys on TV and then you'll see them like working out like these big offensive and defensive linemen like they're uh, like if you're if you're like a regular Australian guy and you came to America and you see these guys, you're like actually like shit your pants how big they are. Like it's it's crazy. But yeah, they they have their own dining hall since they have so many so many guys on the team. But we do share like the like the strength and conditioning gym with them. Let's move aside from tennis just for a moment because you know I have to ask you as we said before, Alabama has one of the best football teams um, of the past decade. I mean, they won five national championships from 2010 to 2020. They're currently five and zero for the season. Yeah, hundred thousand seat stadium, and you know it's bigger than the MCG. What do you make of the whole U.S. college football atmosphere? I mean, what's it like being amongst all the football players, going to the games, being a fan? I mean, what's that whole space like? It's pretty cool because, like, you kind of, yeah, as you said, you kind of get to be a fan and you kind of, you can kind of let yourself go a bit from your sport and just kind of enjoy something else. Like, it's kind of like, for me, like, I support Richmond in the AFL. It's, it kind of reminds me of, like, going on the weekend, like, watching a game, like, just that sort of atmosphere. Pretty enjoyable to watch, even though sometimes the games can get a bit boring since they can be pretty lopsided but it's still like pretty cool to see them like basically like destroy other schools that would normally in other sports like you can't beat someone so badly but it's pretty impressive like the way they do it but i mean that that defines the whole some like some of the biggest cultures of the university of alabama you know all the a lot of other sec schools is just that crazy you know american college atmosphere everyone's just going nuts they're wild it's almost like man united and liverpool over in the over in the uk and you know you're amongst that that's i think that's amazing and it's a huge you know that's one of the best college experiences to be honest i like the atmosphere at the game can sometimes trump like the act 
actual quality of the game because like sometimes they'll have if it's like a like a big rivalry game like maybe alabama versus tennessee or alabama versus auburn they'll have like the national anthem playing american national anthem and as like the anthem is about to finish they have like fighter jets flying over the stadium like it's coming from australia like you would think it's like a grand final every every game day basically for me at a country club here um we have many uh, families going, um, you know, leaving town for an Alabama game or an Ole Miss game. You know, people are driving two to three hours just to watch the game for a day. I mean, it's it, but people are really dedicated. They're passionate about, you know, about American football. Whereas, uh, you know, I would I would never. I'm a Collingwood fan myself. I wouldn't I wouldn't go. I wouldn't leave Victoria to go watch Collingwood play. I mean, I'm passionate, but you know, this is just another level. That yeah, they take it's- it to. Like two days before the game here, they'll have like like these big RV vans, like caravans, just full like around the university. And some people won't even actually go into the stadium. They'll just like do these like things Americans call like tailgates, like prepare food and stuff and just gather with friends and family and just watch like on a TV outside. So it's like, I think on an average game day, if there's like a hundred thousand people in the stadium, would be like maybe 200,000 people outside on the streets, just watching and just going crazy. That's wild. Cause the, the whole population of Tuscaloosa, that's where you are is a hundred thousand. Yeah. So you're yeah, talking about exactly. double the population of Tuscaloosa surrounded in around a football stadium is, is just nuts. It's hard to comprehend. Yeah, but no, and- it's. You can't really describe it unless you're here. Like it's <laughs> the amount of people in such a small space. Let's go back to your tennis season. I know off air, as we were just discussing before, that you have been playing some tournaments. Now, are they ITF tournaments or are they tournament? Are they collegiate tournaments? No, they were just collegiate tournaments. We just finished one, like even yesterday. It was like an. It was called Alabama Four in the Fall. We hosted a small tournament with a few other colleges that came. Played one ITA sort of a UTR tournament, but they've yeah all been college tournaments. Yeah, and then what's the spring like for you? Because you obviously got your conference matches, which are all SEC schools. You know, Auburn. That's your you know rival in Alabama, yeah. and then Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A and M. But what about the out-of-conference matches? What's the traveling uh, space like? To be honest, I haven't memorized the schedule for this season, so I'm not 100% <laughs> sure where we're traveling. Last season, we went to we went to Oklahoma, which was probably the furthest place. It was like a two- or three-hour uh, flight. But to be honest, I'm not completely sure. Like Actually, like in the fall, we've already been to... like They call it Notre Dame, but like in University of Notre Dame and uh indiana that was quite far away for us but we i think this season we have uh we have a lot more home matches so we're not not going to be traveling as much as last spring yeah because as as you know you know many of the universities across um the united states i mean even in the south in particular they're so far away from each other like you you, three or four hours away from from auburn then if you want to go to tennessee that's six hours up to nashville um, you know, if you if if we had the whole college tennis in in Melbourne, you know, it would just be you know across the road. It's everything's a little bit more condensed. But let's 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 go away from tennis. And you're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know, you're in the deep south. From a cultural standpoint, how's it different to Melbourne? I'm sure what I've experienced absolutely it's different. But but what, yeah. what have you what have you experienced? The food is pretty different. Like they kind of have this like this barbecue sort of culture here and. 
Alabama, but I'd say I was a bit shocked at start at the start by like the people, like the people were like super friendly and like kind of like always talk to you and like since like you're a student athlete people are much like much more interested in you like in australia you're kind of just like a like tennis player just a regular person but here you're kind of like seen as like like something else i guess just like people are just like super interested like to talk to anyone who who plays a sport here yeah and especially at in in the state of alabama you know everyone's every high school athlete's dream is to one day play at Alabama. Now, obviously a very, very small percentage of uh, athletes actually get that opportunity. Um, so yeah, um, athletes are definitely um, aspired upon um, and that's, that's great. So it's kind of, you kind of, kind of have a bit, bit of a celebrity status. If you like. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but yeah, a bit, a bit more than in Australia. But I think, as I said before, another cultural thing would probably be like just the competitiveness, like the competitiveness, like in any any sport here is just on another level compared to anything in Australia, especially like just within one country. Like I've never seen like a country so competitive. It's yeah, it's it's wild. It's it's a little wild. And as we're talking about your the big stadium that you guys play in. ESPN Films, um, or they um, have the television rights for the for SEC games with Alabama. Does that, do they cover uh, the tennis as well or other sports? I don't think they've covered tennis before. Maybe if we were able to make a deep run in like the SEC tournament. Actually, I think the SEC tournament was televised, but I think if, you, if, I, if we were able to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament, it would definitely be televised. But other sports like men's and women's basketball is televised even cheerleading is televised cheerleading is really big here it's kind of weird to think of cheerleading as like a big sport in australia but it's, it's huge here since obviously they're they're all supporting like the football or basketball program gymnastics is also televised it's actually pretty cool to see gymnastics actually there's so many you know different sports um that you know I've never even heard of some of the sports when you when you kind of look at them and um, crazy that people around the around the United States around the world are, are recruited to that school and they're getting their scholarship based on that sport that they play to fund an academic program and get a degree at the end of it. So, um, Enzo, um, wish you all the best with obviously the fall and the spring coming up and the rest of your collegiate uh, journey. Thanks so much for coming on the Play USA podcast. Um, all the best. No, no, thanks for having me, Lachlan. It was a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast and a big thanks to Enzo for giving us a great insight into his collegiate journey. All our other previous episodes are accessible through our social media platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can visit thefirstserve.com.au. Stay tuned for November's edition where we catch up with Cody Pearson, who is at the University of Tulsa in Oklahoma. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.